Hello and welcome to the Hella Goddess Energy Podcast. My name is Kelsey and I am your host. I am obsessed with all things energy, spirituality, manifestation, mindset, quantum physics, witchy astrology, and empowering you with confidence, happiness, and love to allow you to embrace your true inner goddess energy. I'm so excited to be here with you and appreciate your support more than you know. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This is Kelsey, and I am your host. Welcome to the Hella Goddess Energy Podcast. I'm so happy to be here because I am going to be talking today about a topic that is really important to me, and that is that you are not your thoughts. Um, when I first heard this concept, I was really confused by that. I didn't know how on earth I could be separated from my thoughts or that my thoughts were not me because that's all I've really ever known. But something I've realized is that just because you have a thought, whether it be good or bad, the minute that you agree with that thought and accept that thought as your truth, it becomes true to you. It becomes your reality. So let's say, for example, you think you have a thought, oh, this flower smells really good. Sure, you can agree really quickly that that is a truth. Or you see a bug and you think, ew, that's ugly. Oh, I don't like that. I don't want to touch it. You agree with that thought and you agree that that's your truth. But somebody else might look at that flower and think, oh, that smells really bad. Or might look at that bug and say, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. And they agree that that's their truth. So there is no real right or wrong perception of things. It's just all different. And most of it is based on your past experiences, right? What you grew up being taught was correct, right? But you have all the power in the world to change your narrative, to change what is, quote unquote, your own truth. If you think about it, you know, your brain is always running. It's really similar to a computer, right? You open up your computer. Let's say you don't have any programs running. You're not typing, doing anything. Nothing's plugged in but it's on and ready for you to use it. There's about a hundred different things going on in the background, even if you can't see it. And that's really similar to your brain, except your brain is a lot more complex than that, obviously. So there's always external stimuli that your brain is processing. What you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're tasting, what you're feeling on your skin. Uh, there's so much going on in the background in your brain that you don't even have to think about. So when you look in the mirror, what do you and what do you see? What do you tell yourself? Do you say, "Damn, I look good. I can't wait to take on this day. I'm a badass." Or do you look in the mirror and you start breaking yourself down? "Ugh, I need to go to the gym. I can't wait to cut my hair. It looks awful." All of the, the, those thoughts you have agreed in the past is the truth because those thoughts have popped up 
and you thought, hmm, that must be true. Even if somebody tells you differently, if you don't believe it about yourself, that becomes your truth. So what if instead of agreeing that those thoughts are the truth and agreeing that you don't like the way you look and that you're not pretty and that you're not worth it, what if instead when that thought pops up of, ugh, I look awful, you say, ugh, there it is again. There it is. There's that unwanted thought and it just dissipates and you get to rewrite your narrative. You get to rewrite what you want about yourself. You can say, oh, there's that thought again. You know what, today, I want to feel beautiful. I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel worthy. And then you change that to, I like feeling good. I like feeling beautiful. I like feeling amazing. Because sometimes I feel like with affirmations, it's really difficult to say, I am worthy. I am beautiful. I am this. I am that. Because that little bullshit meter goes off in your head. Nuh uh. Nope. No, we're not. No, we're not. Mm mm. Because you've been telling yourself for so long that you're not those things. And so, something that was really frustrating for me when I first started my own personal development journey was like trying to do these affirmations. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm telling myself I'm beautiful, but I still don't feel like it. So something I learned actually is that if you write down how you want to be or how you want to feel, qualities you want to embody, if you write down, I like being beautiful. I like feeling sexy. I like being successful. That's something that you, that is true. You do like feeling that way and your bullshit meter isn't going to go off. Okay. So what comes with feeling good, you know, what comes with feeling beautiful? If you like feeling beautiful, what comes with that? Well, I feel confident when I feel beautiful. I feel radiant when I feel beautiful. I feel happy when I feel beautiful. Start with that and you can start to rewrite your thoughts. I started with saying, you know, there it is, there's that unwanted thought again. When I would have thought, my, when my anxiety was starting to go crazy because I would notice that I would wake up in the morning and I'd feel okay for maybe the first 30 seconds, the first minute. And then I'd immediately start thinking, about all that I needed to do and all that I needed to prove to myself and to others that I was worthy. I had been agreeing with my thoughts of guilt, shame, and unworthiness for so long that it became my everyday life. So I started, when I started feeling anxious and I started feeling self-conscious or shy or like people didn't like me, I, oh, there's that thought again. And I really didn't think it was going to work A, very quickly or B, very well. I thought it was going to take a long time, but I started doing that last week and it was incredible. The minute I said, oh, there's that thought again, 
And dissociating that thought from my soul, dissociating my soul from my mind and changing my narrative and changing what I agreed to be true in my mind changed a lot for me. It made me realize how much control I have over the way that I perceive myself, which is absolutely incredible because my anxiety was all about being so focused on the outcome and how I was going to feel if I didn't reach that outcome. I was so focused on controlling that outcome and micromanaging and I would get irritable and upset and angry and sad and cry over the littlest things because all day long my mind was just going a million miles an hour trying to figure out how I was going to get to this outcome. And I wasn't, and I, I, I couldn't even focus on the step currently at hand, the step that I was currently on. And so I was just running in circles, right? I was just spinning my wheels. I was so focused on the future that I couldn't even enjoy the present. I also realized that what you resist persists. I was resisting that current step because I wanted to be somewhere in the future. I wanted to be at my end result. I wanted to be at my end goal. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even enjoy the current step. I was, I was giving away all my energy here in the present now to focusing on how I wanted the future to be. But how can you get to the future? How can you get to the result or the outcome in the future if you can't even do it in the present? Because honestly, and I know that everybody says this, but the present is all that you have, right? So if you're sitting there being obsessed with an outcome, being obsessed with what's going to happen in the future, then you can't even get to it because <laughs> you're so focused on the future, right? You're so focused on what's going to happen in the future that you can't even work on it now in the present. You can't, you're taking all your energy in the, fut in the present and just channeling it onto the future that you don't even have, you don't have complete control over. You never know what kind of wrench that the universe is going to throw you. Or maybe what you think you want in the future actually isn't what's best for you or what's destined for you. So by trying to resist thoughts, and I'm not talking about changing your narrative, because there's a difference between saying, oh, there's that thought and recognizing an unwanted thought and changing your narrative and changing what you believe to be true. There's a difference between that and resisting thoughts, right? So let me give you an example. I feel like I would try to resist thoughts of anxiety and resist thoughts of guilt and shame. And I would just, I would just end up placing even more attention on those thoughts instead of just being in a state of acceptance that like, that was what my mind, my mind was doing, that I, I was placing even more attention on them and just becoming stuck in this vicious cycle, this spiral of all of these low vibration thoughts.
So I think there's a difference between recognizing an unwanted thought, saying, hmm, interesting. Instead of being like, hmm, interesting. No, I don't want to think that way anymore. Hmm, interesting. Cool. That's my mind doing its thing again. And not identifying with those thoughts, that's different than resisting to them. So anxiety is the cue to come back from the future and into the present. Because like I said, if you're so focused on that end result, you can't even see the steps that you're on currently and appreciate the growth that must occur for the end result to manifest. Your anxiety is just, it's so focused on the outcome. I actually wrote this down last week when I was planning this episode before I even started really doing the, oh, there it is again, unwanted thought process. I wrote down, I start feeling so defeated, pleading for help, desiring so much to escape my thoughts when I'm simply just running in circles. Instead of a pity party for myself, desiring an escape and resisting those thoughts, I could put myself into a state of acceptance in which there is no resistance. There is no positive or negative thoughts about the anxiety. It just is. Um, I learned this from someone on Instagram. I, I can't remember his name. I'll have to put it in the show notes, but he referenced Alan Watts who said, desiring is resistance, right? Because you're desiring something in the future. So desiring for a positive experience, such as happiness, is a negative experience. Whereas acceptance of a negative experience, such as depression or maybe a, circum a certain circumstance that you're unhappy with, is a positive experience. So let me say that again. Desiring for a positive experience is a negative experience. Acceptance of a negative experience is a positive experience. So acceptance of what feelings are present, you're at peace. You're not resisting those feelings. Because if you think about it, the word emotion, it literally means energy in motion. So when you get an emotion, if you stop it, you, you try to resist it, it gets stuck in your head. It, it gets stuck in your body. It gets stuck in your tissues. I'm sure you've heard your issues are in your tissues. It gets stuck in there and then you're resisting it and, and you can't work through it and it just gets stuck there until you work through it, right? It's like when you bury feelings and you bury, you bottle things up, eventually it's gonna come out and it's gonna explode way bigger than it would if you had just let it out the first time you felt it. Give yourself some space to feel those feelings I feel like I would make myself just so fucking small. Like I would just minimize myself so much and just make myself feel like my emotions weren't important enough to feel, not just for myself, but I didn't want to inconvenience other people or make them feel uncomfortable because I was feeling those emotions. Now, you don't have to like express those emotions in front of other people all the time. You can excuse yourself and create space for yourself that way. But you need to feel your emotions and you need to be accepting of your emotions. 
You also need to understand that you are not your thoughts. You can change your agreements with yourself. You can change your truth. You can change the way that you see yourself and the way that you go about life. I don't have it with me right now. Sorry, I put my phone on do not disturb, but it keeps blowing up. <laughs> um, you can change your narrative. And if you haven't read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, it is absolutely incredible. And I'm going to kill Connor because he's texting me so much right now. It's my fault for not having it on Do Not Disturb. Anyways, I really hope that you got something out of this because I feel so incredibly passionate about mental health and helping others get out of those spirals because they are scary and they hurt. And if anybody has, not, if you're listening to this right now, go buy it right now on Amazon, Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. It'll change your life. It'll absolutely change your life. Thank you so much for listening today. And please leave me a rating if you liked today's episode. And I look forward to collaborating with you all on social media. And I hope you all have an amazing day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Hella Goddess Energy podcast. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Hella Goddess Energy, where I post daily content to inspire you and have free resources available on my website. You inspire me every day to push this content out and create a community of empowered goddess women to take over the world. Thank you so much for your support and have an amazing day. See you next time.